That's mean, Josh. No, it's not. Mean. Yes, it is. How is it mean? It's not okay, like Josh Alley. It's not mean. It's a proper noun. You can pronounce it however you like. Uh, it's not. It's mm, not. Shut no. up. Shut up. False. <laughs> Just roll with it. It's not like I'm calling you Andrew idiot or whatever. I mean, I just did, but... <laughs> yeah, I, I pronounce Nord as idiot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew, for the first time in I don't know how long, I can say good morning to you. And it's accurate for both of us. <laughs> yeah. 12.04 a.m. And good old Oregon. And you woke me up at 8 o'clock for the... Well, you actually woke me up at 7 o'clock, but then we spoke about bicycles for an hour. (laughs) Rather than recording a podcast. But it's the crack of dawn, pin drop silence, uh, 8 a.m. Literally no one else is awake. So I can't be my usual bombastic self. See, what's going to happen is... You are going to progressively get more awake as, like, your morning happens, and I am progressively going to get more incoherent and tired as we progress from midnight to, like, one in the morning. (laughs) You should do what I'm doing and just have six or seven cups of coffee lying around. Yeah, but I have to go to work tomorrow morning. I also need to sleep (laughs) after we're done talking. No, podcasts are more important. See how much, like, suffering... Yeah, see, exactly, that's what I think, too. I'm going through this because I care about the podcast, okay? I'm suffering for the well-being of the world. So, here we are, one and a half months later. And I want to talk about pockets. I had quite a few people come up to me after the last episode. Again, go on the damn Reddit. (laughs) But I was told that... They sew the damn pockets shut to stop people putting things in them in the shops or whatever. But that doesn't make any sense to me. Because one, if that is actually the case, sew the pockets in the shop shut rather than just ones that you will sell to people. Like I bought these ones on the internet. And <laughs> like everyone that walks into the shop has to sew their pockets shut before they're allowed to enter? No, 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 no. Is that your no, idea? No. You sew the pockets of the trial trousers shut. Oh. And another reason why that sounds like bollocks is because they only sew the back pockets shut. The front ones are unsewn, so I can still put things in the front pockets. So I need a better explanation than that. You know, well, they, they even there even exists a tool to undo those little stitches on your pocket why call it a thread ripper whatever i don't care why have we accepted this as just a standard tool for sewing not for specifically pocket threads okay well whomever i was talking to was incorrect then but why have we accepted this as a society this is not so i i also actually have something to tell you because i think you're getting a little bit too indignant over like absolutely nothing no (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> this is the hill that I, I have die on. I think the expression is you're making a mountain out of a molehill. Shut up, Andrew. Tell me um, I'm wrong. <laughs> I have a good friend that is in college doing like fashion design or something like that. She, she makes a lot of clothing, uh-huh. um, and she says that that's intentional and 
that the pockets so. are intended, the threads are intended to be cut so that you can have pockets. It's not like they're trying to prevent you from using a pocket that exists. Like, they sew it. I don't, I don't remember why. No, they do it, no, Andrew, you cut. But they do it. <laughs> you cut. <laughs> That's the most important part of your story, though, is why they sewed the pockets shut. You can't but come they, on here. No, but it is important. They don't, like, they don't intend for there to be a perfectly good pocket there that you never use, like... So why sew it shut in the first place? That's the most important part of your story. Or most important part of your explanation. You have this fashion guru, or whomever, who is telling you about all of these f- pocket facts, who, if you're listening... I think that's fantastic. I want to be a fashion guru who goes around telling people pocket facts. <laughs> but That's what college is for. There may have been a perfectly good explanation, I just don't remember it, because it's been a month and a friggin' half. You know what? I'm, I'm, I'm going to... I know that this is, this is a conversation between friends, and googling things in conversations between friends should be illegal, but I'm resorting <laughs> to Google. But we need to know. Tell me about Ooh. suit jackets. And oh, that's also, actually, I bought several suit jackets and all of them have gone with the pockets sewn shut. Yeah. But it's there that they're sewn shut to keep them looking fresh and tailored. Hmm. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. No, it doesn't. <laughs> yes, it does. No, it doesn't. When you cut it, like, it does make sense. Really the doesn't. like the the pocket sags once you like the once the thread isn't there to hold it up. It's a and pocket. It's, it's going inside to sag. No, 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 no. The, the 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 fabric on the outside sags. Like the, the bit that's not supported because there's been a, like a slit cut in it so there can be a pocket. I'm sure there's a better way to deal with that than yeah, well, what would you suggest? I don't know. I'm not a fashion Adding person. a zipper to every single pocket? A zi- See, that's a better idea. If you add zippers to pockets, <laughs> that's... I like where you're going with that. Anyway, I don't like your explanation, and I don't like the internet internet's explanation for why pockets are sewn shut. I think it's... It's really not okay. Well, I, just because you don't like it doesn't make it any less factual. I'm sorry. No, but it's 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 a stupid fact. It's a. It doesn't make any sense to me. They should do it better. We're the species who sent hmm. monkeys to the moon. I'm sure we. As can... in other humans. Yes. Or yes. Actual monkeys. Well, they sent monkeys <laughs> into space, but they sent well, yeah. humans to the moon. I'm sure we can figure out a better way to do pockets than... I mean, I'm sure we could, but is it really worth spending that much time and energy figuring out, like, comparing, like, the multi-billion dollar budget for moon launching and... Well, first of all... Probably several seconds of thought that they've put into pockets. First of all, the revenue from the fashion industry is way bigger than NASA's budget. Yeah, but it's like, it's about opportunity cost. Like, if figuring out a better way to preserve the pocket integrity makes them more money, then they'll do it. But they've probably decided that it won't make them money to do something other than sew them shut. Because most people 
are smart enough to just like <laughs> cut them and not be indignant for it's <laughs> not, like two years. It's not a case of being smart. It's just I don't have this little stupid sewing tool. Do you so have I'm, scissors? I, I can't fit the scissors in there because it's sewn. And so I have to go into the kitchen <laughs> this ridiculous knife around my bum to uncut the pocket. Because I don't do it. When and I, you couldn't have taken no. the pants off? I stand around in my boxers in the kitchen? No. <laughs> I The amount that I have empathized with your position in this argument has dropped off a cliff. But wouldn't you rather a world... No, okay, then then tell me, I'm sure if your pockets sag, if the... We're spending way too much time talking about pockets, but if the material... It's so much fun. ...sags, because it hasn't been... Because it's been cut, I understand that. Then uh-huh. your suit is normally going to look like shit or whatever, because it'll uncrisp well, or whatever Yeah, but no one wants to sell a suit that will normally look like shit. No, but it will normally look like shit if you use the pockets. Yeah. So what? why would you not invest in technology to make this a better pocket? If you okay, I'd like to reference z- our I'm, previous conversation about zippers. No, I, so I was going to say, I, under, I, I agreed with zippers as a joke, because you can't be having a however much suits cost with a zipper but something a little bit more classy a button say you can do that a lot of pockets do have buttons i'd feel like you're not understanding my frustration are you saying we should put a button (laughs) instead of the thread i'm saying do something that means you don't have to sew them shut because when you undo this the string the pocket will sag, according to you. So if you want to have... Yeah. So if you want to And, like, have when you put your hands in it, the pocket stretches out. Yeah. And, if, you know, you don't want people doing that before they buy the thing so that it can look good for the person who buys the so thing. So it can only look good before you buy it. After you buy it and you wear it, it'll look good. Oh, like my it. God. That's how literally everything works. We live in a very yeah. consumeristic society. Things look nice and then you buy them, and then they look less nice as you use them. No, that's not what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you're making a very coherent point, which is hardly excusable for arguing against someone who is awake at, like, midnight 20. Andrew, you had all day to drink as much coffee as you wanted. I just woke up. I have drank zero coffee today. That's your own lookout. I just woke up. Give me some slack. Oh, we're talking about pockets <laughs> and whatever it is in the morning. Give me a break. I'm just annoyed that they sew them shut. I think the world would be a better place if you directed your anger and frustration at more meaningful issues. Well, apparently I not, mean, because in the kindest I'm not, way possible. I'm not a very good communicator, as it turns out. I cannot com- communicate my, <laughs> my frustration at this Pocket Mafia? The Pocket Mafia. That's a good one. I'm I'm going to remember that. <laughs> Are you going to lead our harpoonists in a righteous and holy war against the Pocket Mafia? Yes, rise, harpoonists. Rise <laughs> against this Pocket Mafia. 
I'd like that. If you ever see a sewn pocket, whether it's on a piece of clothing on a person or not, shoot it. No, don't don't shoot the clothes. No, oh god, harpoon it, Andrew. Cut it open with your with you your, shoot harpoon with your harpoon. No, but you, you can shoot a harpoon. I think you're supposed to throw a harpoon. There are harpoon guns. Hold on. It's like a like a but, pressurized uh, thing, and you like pull the trigger, and it like launches the harpoon. It's how modern people use harpoons. <laughs> Cavemen threw them. Harpoon cannon, spear gun. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was thinking of. But I'm okay. So I'm incorrect about our own army. I was <laughs> I was envisioning a spear gun army. Yeah, me too. But harpoon, yeah, I mean, a harpoon. shopping. How, how expensive is a harpoon gun? <laughs> oh no. I feel like we should already know this. Please edit this out. I don't want them to know how uh, how uh, how dumb we are. <laughs> Which average person that you walk up to on the street would know how much a harpoon gun costs? Which average person that is in charge of a harpoonist army <laughs> would know how much a harpoon costs? <laughs> We're f- we're forming this this our army as we talk. It's not a it's not fully formed already. <gasps> Explosive harpoon. I love it. Ooh. I love it. I mean, they're the issue with harpoons is they're used for waving, which is not very nice. So we need to re. Well, if we use them to eliminate the pocket sewers, then. <laughs> That is a double good. We eliminate the pocket sewers and save whales from being harpooned. Yeah. I think we have a legitimate cause here. I agree. I think there is there is a rallying cry to be had. Save the whales! Kill the pocket sewers! <laughs> I, don't, <laughs> I don't think we should add kill to it. <laughs> save the whales! Maim the pocket sewers! <laughs> <laughs> Maim the pocket sewers. Okay. <laughs> we need to workshop it slightly. But I like I like where this is going. It's going in a good direction. It's going in a good direction. Maim maim the pocket sewers. We, yeah, we need a better. That's less violent than kill them. Yeah. Um, we we need a uh, a more succinct way to put it than pocket sewer. Pocketeers. <laughs> But I feel like we're the pocketeers, because we're advocating for free pockets. No, we're the... Oh. Free the pockets! Mm. Stop wailing. Okay, then they're the, the anti-pocketeers. So we're the... We're the pro-pocketeers. We're the pro-pocketeers. They're the anti-pocketeers. Right. Free the pockets. Free the pockets! Save the whales. Follow up on cultural appropriation and privilege. The issue is that I've forgotten all of the things that I wanted to say. You had some, didn't yeah. did you? Did you talk to the people who'd done the homelessness simulation? Oh yeah, I did actually. They said that they agreed with your arguments more than mine. <laughs> <laughs> well, I which made to, me feel a little bit foolish. I have to hand it to them. What while I do stand by whatever arguments I made. It's also like, you do you, you know. If you want to go do homelessness, homeless, whoops, houselessness simulation, you do it. You know, if it, 
I'm not here to con- I, I, I don't want to control what other people do. I just personally think that your time would be better spent volunteering. Yes, that may well be the case. I have also come to agree more with your point of view. That is the last thing I expected to hear from you. <laughs> Great. Yeah. So everyone agrees with me. Uh, I That's would not go that fantastic. far. Fantastic. I have come to okay. agree more with you. Go I don't say I agree with you. Subject. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. The, to be fair, there there have been a few people in who have spoken to me who disagree with me. They can sort of see. They expected to agree with me, but then, and I kind of ex- expected them to agree with me, knowing the people that they are, but then they... My superior argumenting... Arg- oh my god. <laughs> my superior... <laughs> You're making a very <laughs> good argument for yourself here, Andrew. <laughs> well done. My my superior... <laughs> ar- I'm, I'm done, nope. Yes, your superior argumenting uh, pulled them onto your side. <laughs> yes! But my point was more correct, or my point of view. Okay, let's talk about something else now. Let's talk about something else. Let's talk about... We don't need to keep rubbing it in. No. (laughs) I will, but (laughs) just not right now. I want to ask your opinion on something, because I think you're, you're in general, more of a... Thoughtful? No, no, no. I disagree. Kind? (laughs) Generous? I was going to say... Well-intentioned? I was going to say, I'm more hot-headed than you, but I think that was true four years ago, maybe not sure anymore. I don't, I don't know. But, Um, judging from our... I think it's still true. Judging from our... I would like to reference our pockets Uh, conversation. (laughs) I was just gonna say, judging from our pockets argument, (laughs) maybe I am a little bit more hot-headed than you, but... My pockets, how dare you! (laughs) Shoot them with harpoons! (laughs) (laughs) So, I was on the... going on the train i was it, it would have been the other day but we haven't recorded for however long and mm, a long time this person got onto the train playing very loud music oh no not one of them yeah one of them and i was frustrated by that because i couldn't hear my podcast and i couldn't and so I took my podcast out and I tried to work and I couldn't focus on my work. Maybe it's a me problem, but what would you do in that situation? Hmm. Well, I mean, I can tell you what I would like to do or what <laughs> I would like to think I would have done. Uh-huh. I mean, I have no idea what I would actually do. Hopefully what I would like to have done. Uh, I think if if it was like a situation where I would be on the stuck on the train with them for like, I don't know more than five minutes i might ask them to like turn it down this i think this is the american in you i might not actually do that given social anxiety and whatnot but even the thought that you would do that i think is indicative of your and well at least the stereotype of the country of your origin really because as it happened in the uk Everyone just sat quietly and endured it for 20 minutes. This drum and bass turned up to 11. I sound like such an old man. <laughs> yeah, I don't... I, I I like to think that in that situation I would have done things differently. 
I mean, I couldn't get out of the train and get, go to another carriage, otherwise I would have. Or would I have? That's the thing, like, because it's so... It's such a... I mean, I know they're being incredibly rude by... What's it called? Being by for, by inconsiderate f- assholes. By being inconsiderate and by forcing their music taste on us in a sealed train compartment. But... Right. I mean, anytime you have a captive audience, it's pretty, yeah. pretty rude. I would have felt that it would be too rude to get up and go to a different carriage in some really? strange way. Yeah. I don't think I would think that moving yourself would be rude at all. I mean... No, I agree with you. But it feels rude for some reason. Hmm. I wonder why that is. I mean, that is like a way to signal your displeasure. And I think often, like, (laughs) letting other people know that you are unhappy with them is seen as rude. But with people that I care about, I would say that I'm quite outspoken. Mm -hmm. If you do something that annoys me, then I will tell you that it annoys me. I can attest. Because communication is the key to all relationships. And we are going to have a long and happy one. Aww. Yeah, as long as the podcast keeps running. I don't even know how we end this conversation now. So what what would you do with this annoying train man? I would probably start by glaring at him angrily for a few minutes. And then I might eventually work up the nerve to confront him. If we were going to be forced to be in the same area together for a while. And if I end up not working up the nerve to confront him, I would probably listen to loud music. Myself. I tried in headphones, I, of course. I, oh, I thought you were gonna say you were com- you were gonna compete with him. You were gonna like bring out your <laughs> speakers and be like, listen uh-huh. to some seventies, some super tramp, some. <laughs> God, I'm such an old man. What's wrong with me? You're having a really hard time with the age-appropriate references given our viewers. <laughs> So you wouldn't confront this person, or you might confront this person. Uh, well, if it's as loud as you're saying, I think I probably would, because I could imagine being quite upset. We've also established that I am genuinely an old man, and so loud sounds, to me, are probably just normal to most people. Yeah. You'd probably go wave your cane at them. <laughs> Back in my day, people played loud music on their banjos. <laughs> I feel like we did. Okay. We never got like a, a hard. Uh, the reason I keep coming back to it is because we didn't get a hard. What do you do in that situation? So I think I would. I think I would like to think that the best course of action in this scenario you're describing would be to confront the person, and ask him to turn it down. And if he doesn't, then throw him out of the train. <laughs> there is the reasonable response I was looking for. <laughs> so I was going on a bike ride uh, a couple days ago. Surprise, surprise. And I rode past this really cool-looking old, like, RV thing. It was an Airstream 325 for anyone that is interested. And... No it kind of sparked like a 
an Airstream 325, the, the model. Yeah, no, and... no. Saying it again is not going to help. <laughs> That's what Google's for, you imbecile. No, I'm trying to listen Just to Google your story Airstream rather than 325. go off. Then go off and yeah. go on the internet. I'll, get, I'll give you a couple minutes. It's actually useful to have an image okay, in your mind, what I'm speaking about. Oh, it's like the Breaking Bad van. Yeah, kind of. So anyway, I rode past one of those, and that put off a, a, a series of daydreams of, like, going up to the person and being like, how much do you want for that? And then being like, just take it off my hands, <laughs> and then I, like, renovate the interior uh-huh. and make yeah. it look all, like, nice and pretty, and then I drive around the country visiting cool-looking things and living in a very nicely renovated bus. So anyway, I've it's been, like... I don't know, three days, and I've put a little bit more thought into it, and it is still something I would like to do. I mean, I have, like, a whole summer ahead of me, and nothing to do but be employed, so I have yet to uh, to ask the person if they want any money for it, which is probably an important step. How much does one of these but, cost? You know, they're expensive as heck. They have, like, a cult following do sort they? of thing. So, like, if you know what it is and you care about them, you'll pay a lot of money for them. So they often sell for quite a bit. But if you, like, don't care that much or, like, are uh, ill-informed, I don't think that they're worth a whole lot. Like, the one that I was looking at is nearly 40 years old. Or why don't you think about... You know, well, I don't know if they really exist, but those ludicrously big school buses that you guys seem to have in that country, (laughs) the yellow ones... Uh, that you measure everything uh-huh. by. <laughs> this aeroplane is six school buses long. <laughs> Anything to not use kilometers or meters. Freedom units. School bus they units. Includes the school bus. The school bus is a legitimate unit of measurement of length. Yeah, you've got football fields and school, and school buses. buses as your measurement. The blue whale is three school buses long. <laughs> Uh, used school buses are typically, like, on the on the open market, they're typically expensive-ish, especially if they're low mileage, and the only, I would only really consider getting one if it's low mileage, because, like, engines are super expensive to replace or repair. And this isn't, like, like, there, there's no for sale sign or anything on the, the RV that I passed. Like, it just looks like it's fallen into relative disrepair. Um, and has not been used in quite a while. So I may ask them if they're interested in not having it anymore. <laughs> but I don't know if I would actively seek out, like, something to buy at market value. Right? Because, like, I don't have enough money to do that and, like, renovate it. I don't even know if I have enough money to renovate it, if we're being honest. Yeah. I also think the exterior looks, like, nicer than school buses do. I like the, all of the rounded edges in the windows. It's One of the so things with American. school buses is, like, shut up, <laughs> is like, all of the windows, like, you have to either replace them with, like, new metal siding or just have windows along the entire length of your living space. And the windows in school buses are not good windows. They don't, like, seal very well. And, and they've got they all kids. Can leak and rubbish all over right there are boogers all over them and it's it's (laughs) gross 
If I don't have to step a foot on the school bus the rest of my life, I would be okay with that. I would probably be a far healthier and disease-free person. I love the word that you use for snot. Booger. Booger. <laughs> that, no, that's that's not just snot. That's like congealed, solidified snot. Aww. A, a booger. <laughs> just in case anyone out there is unfamiliar with American slang. I want to take that soundbite and play it to us when we began recording this. <laughs> How on earth oh, we would be so ashamed this? with what this conversation has become. Oh. <laughs> we had grand visions, and this is what happened. You're telling telling me about airstreams. Hmm? Such an American name as well. It's such an American brand. Hey. Do you want to get in my Airstream? It's two school buses long. It's actually not that long. Shut Comparable up. to let me, school bus let me ma- length. I'm, I'm trying to blend in with our majority American audience. <laughs> You're doing a very poor job. <laughs> hey guys, I'm an American also. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Tell me about your Airstream dream. Ooh, Airstream dream. Yeah, tell me about your Airstream dream. Would you consider living full-time in one? Oh, yeah, absolutely. That's the point. The point is to make it... Full-time for for your whole entire life. No, maybe not your whole entire life, but for a significant... For the foreseeable future. Wow. Yeah, I mean... Like, finding places to live is such an absolute pain in the ass. Like, if I go to college in Washington, D.C. or something like that, like, obviously I'm not going to be able to live out of an RV in the middle of a very large city. But if I go to graduate school, to law school elsewhere, who knows? If... London? If I, if I go to law school in London, I'll just put it on the boat with me. But, okay... I feel like this is something that we need to address, but it's not happening, at least for the foreseeable future. I, I would prefer to get a proper Arctic explorer rather than <laughs> muddling about with narrow boats and getting canal legs. You were right, that was a stupid joke. <laughs> but to get an Arctic explorer is maybe around a million pounds. Well, so you can't, long story short, you can't put the your Airstream on my boat because I don't have them. Oh, no, no, no. I meant to put it on the boat to come to the UK. Oh. I wasn't going to I wasn't going to float the Airstream across the Atlantic. <laughs> I thought you said you were going to put it on my boat. Nope. I just said a boat. Okay. Okay. Well, let's go with my boat cuz that's a better story. Well, if we get some good sponsors on this show, then uh, there's your incentive. Andrew, I, your incentive <laughs> to get us sponsors is to get yourself an Airstream. <laughs> you should contact Airstream and see if you can do some of their advertising for them. You would be a great should, voice actor. In a world where uh, <laughs> you don't want to live in a house you want to drive around see the country get an airstream yeah i don't know i think i need a script 
for this? I think you need a script, yep. I agree with that. I kind of miss the inner world voice in, in the the trailers that go inner world because it's almost become like a meme. Well, it is a meme. It has now. a meme. It is a very much a meme. It it has it has a meme indeed. It has a meme. Shut up. Uh, it's 1:30 in the morning. <laughs> we really need to wrap up this episode so I can go to sleep. We haven't even started on our main topic. Uh you need to go to bed. I need I to go need to, to bed. Drink more coffee? No, I need to change out of my pajamas. <laughs> crack on a little bit, rather than do inner-world voices. Yeah, I would like to specify, you were the only one doing the inner-world voices. I have been a captive audience. I can't leave, I think because were, we still have were, to talk were, about our main topic. You were encouraging me. Okay. So, does it Sounds anyone... a lot like victim-blaming to me, but whatever. <laughs> Victim blaming. Mm-hmm. Real problem. No, I agree with that, but not in this context. You seem to be trivializing a, a legitimate issue. Where See now you're Josh doing it. Blames the victims. In a world where we do our podcast without mucking about. In a world that doesn't exist. <laughs> Good one. You did Thank it. You. Joke. Laugh. I made a joke. Cue the canned laughter. Joke. Okay, let's stop mucking about. So I can go to bed, damn it. Andrew, tell yes. me. This is so organic. Tell me, does anyone deserve to die? Well, the quintessential example of Hitler must be brought up. Oh my god. <laughs> we can't have a conversation like this without bringing Hitler up, can we? No, okay. I somewhat agree with you, but we're going, we're diving straight in. Wow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> does anyone deserve to die? Well, does Hitler deserve to die? He's already dead, okay. I guess. No, no, but... Did he deserve to die? We, yeah, probably. Hitler has become this sort of... Meme? Icon. Well, meme in some ways, yeah, as a repeated idea. Has become this, this figurehead of evil in our world, when I would say that because history is written by the victors, people like Winston Stalin Churchill. or, well, yeah, Winston Churchill as well. Absolute uh, fucking horrible human he, he, did Winston Churchill deserve to die of, like, fatty liver disease or something? Yes. <laughs> okay, that's a very strong take. I mean, he did die me, what, of, like, no. overconsumption of alcohol, right? No, maybe he had a... Story. I know, I know, but did, did he... Did he? I don't know how he died, but did he either. deserve to die? I guess there are kind of two ways to, like, interpret that, right? Like, am I... Like, I, I don't believe that I should have the authority to decide whether or not people die, right? And, like... No, but say you do. It's easy. It's easy to make decisions when... There are, like, historical figures that are already dead. Um, and you, like, know all of the things they did in a fairly factual manner. Well, fairly factual is, I think, also with some wiggle room. But Of course. We live in a postmodern world. Facts don't exist anymore. We live in a society. Let's just say it. <laughs> we live in a society. We live in a society <laughs> where... <laughs> where facts don't matter. In a world um, where facts don't matter. <laughs> oh my god. 
What happened to not mucking about? <laughs> I don't think that I should have the authority to decide whether or not people die. I think, like, looking back on it, and, I don't know, like Hitler, he, he died relatively young. I think, like, 50 or something like that. I don't know. He didn't. He did not live to a ripe old age, I suppose. Uh, and mm-hmm. can I like look back and say, is it good that he died young? I think probably it is good for the world that Hitler died young. Okay, no, but uh, Hitler, I think, is a little bit different because he killed himself. Well, um, yeah. So he personally decided. Let's take someone like Stalin, who is a proper bastard of history. Yes. He died of a stroke, I think. Mm-hmm. I think so he also died in his like forties or fifties, right? No, I think he lived a bit longer. Okay, yeah, I I'm not gonna look it up because that's stupid. But I th- I think he lived a little a little bit longer than well, that. Okay. Um, he did not live to a ripe old age, though. Let's put it that way. He. Okay, but I think more importantly, well, I don't want to assume what was going on in his mind, but I think it's relatively safe to assume that considering he had all of these doctors around him, I mean, the doctors were too scared to help him uh, because he would send all of them to Gulag, but I think it's quite safe to assume that he didn't want to die, so I think it's he he would be a, a better case study for this discussion. Did, did Stalin deserve to die? Well, As someone who whose actions resulted in the deaths of countless millions. Hmm. I mean, there's really no way to prove any sort of counterfactual, right? And I think the effect matters far more than any, air quote, justice or whatever, right? Like, if Stalin did a ton of horrible things, but if him living 20 years longer meant that, like fewer people died than if he if he died and the ensuing chaos killed millions more then i think he should have lived longer does this does this make sense i don't understand what you're trying to say fuck <laughs> he so if if stalin dies and the power vacuum and ensuing chaos means that millions more innocent people die this is all hypothetical then I think it would be fair to say that Stalin should not have died. Stalin maybe should have lived another 20 years to a point where his death would not have caused a power vacuum that would have caused a greater net damage. But that's talking about what maybe should or shouldn't have happened. I'm talking about deserving. Well, that's such a loaded word with, like, presumed morality and justice and all of that i don't know does anyone deserve anything well i mean what what it, what is it I, I to know. deserve Re- something rewar- rewards or punishes depending on which way around you look at it in an appropriate way but we can't really ask is it appropriate for stalin to die <laughs> i don't know what do you think to be perfectly honest i have no idea which is why i'm asking you which is why I put this down as a podcast topic, because I I don't know what to think. In some ways, it's sort of, yeah, you caused literally uncountable suffering. You shouldn't exist anymore. But on the other hand, 
I mean, I agree with you, but it, it's somewhat of a moot point to say, I don't think I should deserve... I, sorry, I don't think I should be able to decide whether someone deserves or not. I'm just thinking more in the abstract. But yeah, I, I kind of agree with that. Despite that, I don't, I don't have the brain power to decide whether someone <laughs> should be alive or not. I don't think anyone does. Right, and there's, like, the, the, I guess going with the Stalin example even further, it gets more complicated because at what point in his life does, if we decide Stalin deserves to die, which would maybe be which a fair conclusion. Which we're still on the fence about. Right. I mean, he, like, directly and indirectly caused the deaths of 20-some million people. As we have established. Right? Yeah. But, like, at what point in his life does he deserve to die? Does he deserve to die in, like, his teenage years before he has caused vast amounts of misery and suffering? Even though he will? Does does he deserve to die after the first million deaths? Does he deserve to die uh, at yeah, 50? In, in his youth, he was, he was like a... Uh, he robbed banks. <laughs> yeah. His I, mean, I can is, get on board with robbing insane. banks. Yeah, Screw the rich people. eat the rich and all that. But, yeah, I get it. If you if you murder a single person, do you deserve to die? Is it like a tit-for-tat kind of thing? I think it was Stalin himself who said that a single death is a tragedy and a million deaths is a statistic. Don't quote me. But, <laughs> yeah, I, there, I think the only conclusion that you can draw from that is that you no one deserves to die because you can't quantify the the requirement really Mm -hmm. I think to be able to decide whether or not someone deserves to die you have to like know them and understand them perfectly not like not really well like perfectly and I I don't think that's attainable and I don't think anyone should decide whether or not anyone else deserves to die because of that. I, I disagree with your point about having to know this person perfectly, because Stalin, Mao, uh, Pol Pot, whomever, killed hundreds of thousands, if not millions, of people. Okay, if but anyone that's like deserves a... to die, it's like it's a it's pretty black and white. I th- I think with with people there. I think the you don't have to be so in tune with the subtleties of the people that they are. Maybe, but like that's a very 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 rare person. There aren't a lot of Stalins in the world. No, of course, but if if we can like, decide that neighbor Stalin Bob has to die. If we can decide that Stalin has to die, then we can start moving back, but we haven't even been able to decide on that when it's so plain and clear, black and white. Again, it's important to differentiate between the like, de- deciding whether people deserved to die in the historical sense and in the present sense. Like, does Boris Johnson deserve to die right now? In in this moment? That's a much more complicated <laughs> question than asking did Stalin deserve to die when he died in long time ago? Right, but I don't I think being a controversial politician is very different from committing mass genocide. Exactly! So we agree, yeah. 
Okay, does Xi Jinping deserve to die? I mean, the Uyghurs are the Uyghurs' blood is on his yeah. hands. And we are off air in China. <laughs> <laughs> Oopsie. I don't know who else is a mass murderer. Uh, oh, Xi Jinping no, 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 for I, the I, Tibetans. I, oh wait, no, we're off air in China. No, again. that it's. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> yeah. No. Okay. We'll, we'll go with we'll go with the China example. You say that it's easier to easier to decide for the past or in history as opposed to now but i mean also at the same time it's not it's never i I know history tends to distill stories down into singular points so hitler becomes this big singular villain or stalin becomes a singular villain whereas in reality they had a whole lot of bastards around them to help with genocides and whatnot. Right. A lot of enablers. Exactly. Well, yeah, you can't have... You can't be a dictator without... Without the dicks around you. keys to power. <laughs> I'm not leaving that in. <laughs> <laughs> Although I do like that. Without bit, your, your keys to power surrounding you, who all must be terrible people to... Well, yeah, no, I'm going with that. Who must be terrible people to allow a genocide to happen under their watch so even despite the fact that history tends to create these singular villains that we can that that are a focal point for anger and blame uh even despite that we cannot decide if whomever stalin deserves to die Stalin deserved to die. I've decided he uh, he was a big jerk. So, <laughs> Andrew, I think there you were a big jerk. Well, you deciding that I deserve to die really has no impact on whether or not I actually die, given you're <laughs> well, six thousand miles away or something like that. So suck it. Uh, please, fifty thousand school buses. Oh my god. <laughs> 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 And it has now come full circle. We can end this podcast with peace and happiness. No, but you have to... T- <laughs> you can't do that. You have to tell me, what, what are your parameters for, for... I know you want to go to bed. I was being flippant. I don't think... I think it was, it was very arbitrary. And I think that is how it will be any time you deserve whether anyone deserves to die or not. That doesn't sound like a world that I want to live in. It's exactly. arbitrary whether you de- whether you deserve to die or not. I I think it is. I mean, I don't think that it's possible to distill that question down into a series of yes or no questions that will give you a yes or no result. So so it it is arbitrary because there is no meaningful way of finding uh, a a meaningful answer. Come on, Andrew, we're trying to do a thought experiment here. Does someone deserve to die? You can't you're just throwing the question out. Well, I think it's a rubbish question. I don't... I feel as though I should fight fight back slightly, considering that I came up with the question um, to discuss. Go for it. But I also Give think me your it's best. too early in the morning. <laughs> okay, that works too. I like winning arguments. <laughs> You just dismissed the question. You haven't won the argument. But I won the argument that the question is worth dismissing. 
But I never argued with you about it yet. Exactly. Every time I say something and it goes unchallenged, <laughs> that's a victory. So same for me, then. No, it's not. Okay, that's a, that's a good way of looking at it. We both have countless victories. No, we haven't. Okay, Andrew, I think you need to go to bed. <laughs>